0: you're listening to the optimal state podcast here we go hive mind detonation in three two one confronting the lies and bringing the truth to light the, truth. the mainstream you can't handle the truth has been put on notice this is the optimal state podcast hey how's it going everybody welcome to the optimal state podcast very happy to be with you guys again for episode 20 we made it we made it to episode 20 and damn does it feel good to be here i am here with the man uh who he needs no introduction we we've established that at this point but we're gonna do it anyway he's the man the myth the legend the man of men senor adam welcome again my friend how are you today
1: not too bad. We'll be at episode
0: 18, 19, something like that. No, 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 dude. We are at episode 20. And okay. you know what? It's it's a shame. I, I think we're – this is going to be airing on April 24th. I love the number 24. It's actually my favorite number. It was my – every sports jersey, it was always 24. But it uh, would have been real cool to come out on 420, episode 20. Alas – yeah, it will be 424. Yeah. yeah, we were we were a little late time. on that one. Won't That's <laughs> what, how was that? Say that again.
1: I said it won't be the last time.
0: Won't be the last time we missed that boat. But we do always aim for the bushes and uh sometimes we make it.
1: Yeah, I'd say we're we're experts at uh the aim. You know, I I guess the the landing's always the hard part. Landing's always the hard part. Well,
0: you know you always land that's that's the guarantee it's just how graceful you can make it I think we do
1: pretty good yeah we, we, we tend to like have some sort of graceful landing well' that kind of remind me of the the not, uh the story about the um uh, what was that guy's name it was like um, sorry I'm sorry uh, that was his last name uh the guy who uh was taking flying lessons and he uh before 911 and he told the instructor that he he wasn't concerned about flying the plane I mean, uh, he just wanted to know how to wait. Oh no, he wasn't concerned about landing the plane, and uh, you know they called the FBI. Of course, the FBI didn't do anything. But I just thought that was funny. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't, I'm not worried about landing.
0: Oh wait, who who is um uh, who is this guy? I think I know the name. Sounds yeah, somewhat no, familiar. He
1: um, so he ended up getting arrested, and he was uh, they, what they call the 20th hijacker, um, and he uh, he was supposed to. I guess maybe be on one of the planes or something like that uh, on nine eleven. But when he was taking the flight classes, he told the instructor that he wasn't concerned about landing the plane. Okay, interesting. All right, that no flags there, of course. That yeah, you know, what I mean?
0: we said on in, in past episodes, we said we would do a deeper dive into some nine eleven stuff. That was actually, I think, a homework task given to uh, you, my friend, for. Uh, Doing a nine eleven related episode, I think we really should, because I'm actually not that knowledgeable on, and I, I love to hear more. But uh, I think we were gonna kind of use this episode of uh, the optimal state to go into something not so conspiratorial, something a little more like I don't know, kind of, I guess, kind of mundane, something that is, you know, it's it's a it's a real fundamental dynamic of everyday life everybody is obviously dealing with it and that's that's just kind of uh social interactions but specifically i think between men and women and more specifically i would say in the dating game i think that's kind of what we kind of wanted to hone in on right like the whole you know where where are we at in 2023 what what it's like now uh for guys especially To be out there dating and what what are expectations and what what is it like ultimately and I guess we could kind of talk from our experience. I mean we're not I'm not actively out there. I've I've been in a relationship for quite some time right now. I'm very happy with that. But for a good long while, you know, I'll speak to my background. You know, we were I'll speak to our background for a second. We were both musicians. We played in a bunch of bands. centered in new york city so we were playing at a lot of bars there had a real nice uh following and you know good small little following and we had we did play to some pretty uh packed venues and had some some friends had a good friend circle around us so you know living that sort of life uh that you would expect the, the sort of rock and roll life as you would expect so there there was that and then on top of that I worked in bars for for over a decade, uh, also mainly in New York City. So there's that whole life too, you know, as you would expect. So with all that, just um, you know, I'm I'm witnessing a lot of a just being in the city, just seeing the dating game like firsthand. um, Being in, you know, playing in bands and being in the bar scene, it's just these are areas where you see a lot of. Single people like mingling and, and a lot of action happening and and i'm I'm a part of this as well you know i'm I'm in the dating game often as well, and you know I'm figuring things out in a very fast paced setting and it's it's kind of a sink or swim sort of thing, so anyway, I'm just speaking from that sort of experience just to give some kind of little background in terms of like how I'm just framing my approach, but I'm not in it right now, so you know maybe there's some things I'm missing and if so, hey, love to hear from you guys. Just hit us up, optimalstatepod at gmail.com. I um, also love to, if if you guys are digging what you're hearing so far or, or want to go further with the conversation, you can follow us on Twitter too, optimalstatepod, uh, at optimalstatepod there. And uh, yeah, dude. So anyway, Adam, I've been uh, kind of blabbing for a second there, just kind of like establishing my my ethos, so to speak. Uh, anything you would kind of want to add in terms of like what we, what you would want to talk about like going forward and then we can kind of jump into it?
1: Well, I think the dynamics uh, would be important because I think that people uh, don't really, don't even look at that because uh, I think we're going to um, look at this from an analytical standpoint and uh, from the outside Looking in, uh, obviously you were a bartender, and we've been in plenty of social situations. And uh, I think that sometimes, what I notice is a lot of people play the blame game. They always want to blame the other gender. They're the ones at fault. They're the ones doing everything wrong. They're the ones that are, you know, the problem. And uh, I don't, I don't really think that benefits anybody. Uh, I actually think that. Um, it ends up creating more animals. Oh, so you are already
0: um, uh, just. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's interesting. We're going at it from the problem perspective already. We're gonna we're gonna approach it because I was actually gonna say like, how should we how should we go in on this? And it's interesting that we want to take a critical approach right off the bat. Is that kind of where you're?
1: Well, no, Well, I'm not. I'm not saying uh, what I'm. What I'm saying is, I'm not like I'm not really making a point yet. What I'm saying is that uh, from my observations, but you know. I'm not read anymore or anything like that, but uh, like even on YouTube and all this stuff, like you just see a lot of people blaming the other gender for the problems that in, in the dating world. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that we have to talk about that, but I do. That's just like an observation that it, that is, um, that is very common, at least in my mind.
0: Fair enough, man. Yeah, no, I think it, it does come down to that, to accountability. We talk about that a lot, about people taking accountability for their actions. And I guess ultimately at the end of the day, it's not necessarily wrong to blame the other, but it's almost this like really vicious cycle that we're in right now where it's like, okay, so we have it where we have a lot of what are called simps, right? We have... uh you know, these are guys who are don't do anything for attention, for validation from a woman and in what they view in their mind as an idealized woman. And then you have these women who are not really the ideal, but they are they have been idealized. So they are maybe just very into their looks, um, usually, you know, complete narcissists. And uh they feed into this cycle as well. And they get that attention from these guys, but they don't reciprocate. And they just like leech off of it. And ultimately they're seeking something else too. So the whole thing is just this not good cycle, right? And uh, they blame each other. They blame that these men, these, these uh, narcissist women were getting this attention from the men. They blame the men for not being stronger, for not being more assertive, for not being, uh, you know, more manly necessarily in, in their eyes. And These men just can't do that, you know, because they're they're just trying to appease these women women. So uh, anyway, that's kind of this sort of vicious cycle that exists in that regard and why each side is blaming the other. And it's really, you know, it's it's largely done by design in that the roles of men and women have been completely flipped. They've been completely inverted and. You know, that started with women largely being targeted and being sold this line that, hey, being a woman, you guys are actually missing out on what men got. They got real good over there. You guys need more of that and less of what you got here. So uh, what's up with that? Don't you guys want to like go out and work with a bunch of dudes? Come on. And they were sold on this. And, you know, that's that was the first wave feminism. Uh, which is like kind of I don't even know third fourth wave cultural Marxism if we're talking like the uh the effects of like cult- the cultural marxist Frankfurt school, I guess, but uh that's not the official term anyway, just saying that uh really, that was kind of like largely what led to I think like we could really trace m- the modern day. Um, I guess schism or issues with the two sexes to largely that to I think when women started to be sold this line that hey you guys need to compete with men, not ex- not coexist with them, uh, and then men at the same time were sold this line that the women were to be objectified, they weren't to ex- ex- they weren't to be. Uh, coexisted with that they were to be objects to, to win, to hunt. So this actually kind of like stems down to this idea of like men as hunters, but women not as the thing that should be hunted. And I think men get uh, that mixed up, like men, like because men, you know, they want they want a real simple. You want a real simple formula. You want A plus B equals C. And for men, you know, it's like we have this sort of. Deep seated like hunter mentality. That's like we go out. We're focused. You know, we go out where when we we have an objective. Often, whether it's work, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's even just you know uh, watching a game. Well, anything we do, we're just like men tend to be more focused, able to be more focused on many things. And uh, it's it comes to the, the it's like the hunter archetype really but men largely they get they get it messed up when they think that women are prey to be hunted no it's actually what men need to do is they need to yes they need to hunt but women are what they need to bring the prey to they need to bring what is hunted to the woman that's the idea it's not to hunt the woman so that's like men are like oh i need to go after this woman to get this thing But then it's also they get it, like the men who then like get that, maybe that next step, they're like, oh, I just need to get material things for this woman. It's like, no, 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 you need to get what you need to provide. It's like, you need to show that you're like providing, but you have a vision that you're like looking to build. It needs to go beyond just like hunting. And it needs to go beyond just like hunting for the woman as prey. Like that's, that's wrong. And then, and then hunting is just, it's the limited vision. You need to go beyond that. And be thinking like, hey, I'm hunting, but I'm hunting with a vision to build. And then that's a that's what brings every that that's what brings them in. And that's that's ultimately what attracts a woman to a guy. At the end of the day, if that's if that's what we're talking about in terms of like an issue with uh, you know, the men-woman balance, I think really that's that's the main issue right there, is that men are like constantly just trying to hunt. For the woman rather than seeking like hunting for what they're trying to build because that's what women are actually attracted to they're looking for they're looking for safety they're looking for not necessarily safety in like a lame sense like oh i don't i'm just scared of the world but they're looking to have the ability to nurture because then uh, women tend to be in their ideal state when they could facilitate nurturing and that's you see that like you know they women tend to be better at putting a home together at uh putting themselves together right like maintaining a family it's just you know women tend to have that ability more and they can do that when they feel protected and that's you know what they're ultimately seeking is a man with a vision who could build so that they could ultimately be safe because safety is implied by the future being provided so that's the that's the difference i think is you know there's definitely more to it that's a, but i think that's a big part and i think if men started and that's great because then it's like it ties totally in with like our point of what we're trying to like always talk about on the optimal state which is that to be going for the optimal state is like going for the optimal state of yourself you know trying to like make yourself stronger, better so that the world around you is better because then that is an attractive force that brings in that around you. And I mean, that sounds like very Oprah Winfrey, new agey, the secret, but it's really not. I mean, it makes total sense, uh, you know, that if you're putting in this constructive effort that others that will want to build will be drawn to that.
1: Well, I, I think you make a good point about the, about the um the whole hunter thing because men seem like super thirsty nowadays. I mean, if you look at any girl's Facebook, Instagram accounts, uh, dating messages, it's just swarms, swarms, and swarms and swarms and swarms, like never-ending swarms. And like, I think to myself, how did we get in this situation? You know, like as men, like how, to the point where, like, I think that you know, if if I was a guy and, well, I'm a guy, but I'm saying if I was on a dating app and I'm a guy or whatever, like on Facebook, whatever. And like, I have no shirt on and I'm like randomly messaging chicks to try to, you know, court them. It's like, dude, like, how does, I mean, that might work. Don't get me wrong. I mean, maybe, you know, it probably works with some people, you know, but it's just so corny to me. And I don't know how we've gotten to this point of like, these guys just being so overly thirsty at all times. It's like, you know, because I notice it.
0: I mean, it, it does, it ties into guys as being hunters, really. It, it does. If we, if we want to keep with that, you know, that, that idea, in that guys are, they're hungry, they're thirsty, you know, and, and they, they're using the same sort of language that they would like speaking about a, a piece of meat, right? If they were at like the slaughterhouse or, or at a, at a butcher like oh yeah that's a that's a nice piece of meat right there mm, yeah that's a nice some nice rump right there you know and it's not it's it is objectifying
1: where where, 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 do, you, where do you think the sentiment came from? like where where do you think that like where guys just like started to kind of um become like animalistic in their intentions
0: well i it seems like Men will look at women as objects to be conquered in war, right? I mean, or something to be to be won, or you know, like in the whole rape and pillage thing, right? We, you know, which part that is. And uh, I think it's it's messed up when the society starts almost reverts back to that because we didn't always look at our our women like that, you know. We didn't always look at them as like objects to be well in a way they did i mean men would be like okay i want to win her hand in affection right but and then there was a whole courtship process and that this is like this sort of traditional courtship process that we you know these days i don't even think we even even the older people that we know in our lives they probably don't even remember really a time where really like actual courtship was going down. I mean, my parents, you know, there was a, there was a sort of courtship, I think, with my parents, they, uh, you know, my dad asked my grandfather and, and, you know, it was a sort of, there was enough of a, I guess a I, I felt it was traditional when they were telling me about it, but these days I don't think it is even expected, but the the sort of stuff that we're kind of referring to, you know, where it was like, a woman like lived with her family. It was expected that she lived with her family in a chaste, uh, no contact with men sort of life, um, until she was kind of betrothed to someone seen worthy of her hand. I mean, this was a lot of families, you know, who are middle or upper class in the uh I guess the early part of the American empire before it was even empire the the, uh, the the american nation um you know we were more puritanical in that regard and i think a lot of nations historically they treat their women usually in a more reverential way and then as the empire progresses it becomes more decadent more degraded uh, i think then it seems like men re, re- uh, revert back to that so it does seem like that's part of it you know and i think that uh the whole the feminism wave where men women were kind of pushed like in the sexual revolution to put themselves more out there i think that added to the objectification that men were being kind of inclined to do anyway so there's a few different factors i think playing at work there um that kind of led to that to what we're seeing
1: now yeah that's true and it's uh yeah I, and I guess for like the woman's side I, I think that dating apps and you know social media has kind of um really boosted their egos um to the point where um you know when a, a girl in the middle of nowhere can get like two thousand likes on Tinder and you're like average or below you know it, it's obviously not a real, um marker for how valuable you really are i mean it's like it's like an asset that is overpriced you know like that that's the way i look at it and uh, a, a lot of these uh women i think they've kind of been trapped by this uh by this virtual world of dating and getting all that attention uh and for, and, and it's funny because for a lot of men it's a quite, it's quite the opposite um for uh, most men you know dating apps don't work for them I would say I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't work all the time. And I don't like to talk in these generalizations of, like this never works or that never works. But I, I'm saying as like more of uh, an observation that, um, you know, because every every woman is trying to date up and most men don't care. A woman who's a millionaire wants to find another guy that's a millionaire. A millionaire man could care less how much a woman makes, you know. So there's just like a different type of uh, mindset there when it comes to who's finding what and what they deem as, what a man or woman deems as value. You know, I mean, a man, um, you know, I, I, I can't speak for all men, but I mean, I, I will speak for myself in this one. I think that for, for myself, and I'm a man, I think that, you know, all I want is somebody that is, takes care of themselves and, um, you know, won't cheat on me and, you know, in- but then let me ask you
0: this: You want that, which is fair, right? I mean that that's uh, that's peace.
1: Well, because like I look at it like I, 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 you know what I mean. Like I take care of myself the most. I try to eat right. I go to the gym three times or three days a week. I work my ass off all like all day. You know what I mean? I play sports. You know, as you know, I play softball. So you know, I have a very busy life. But you know I'd like to meet somebody. Well let me that, ask you this are you
0: providing that vision of security are you providing that uh you know vision of the future are you pro- are you showing a clear picture that you're building towards the future right because remember i was saying earlier that that's largely what women are seeking is security they're seeking that they could then fulfill in their optimal state you know, the, the things that they want to do, which is like, you know, uh, extend their nurturing um, aura. Right. So what I would say then is, and I don't think it's all about money because it's like women aren't necessarily looking at money, but that money is largely a signifier of the creative vision that you are actively building. Right. Like wealth is a signifier of, or money, I should say, is a signifier of wealth. And wealth is what? Wealth is like the value of something. It's a value of creation. That's, that's what it's supposed to be anyway. I mean, it's completely bastardized now. But we know it's it's supposed to be that. And that's what it it symbolizes to them. So that's what you need to show. And it's, It doesn't always have to come down to money. It comes down to the passion of a project that you're working on. And that could be, you know, you don't want to sound like you're obsessed, that you don't have anything else to talk about. You know, you don't want to just be going on and on and on when someone's like, literally like, oh, man, we've been talking about this for three hours. Come on. Like, can we just like pick, can we go to dinner or something? And like, this person is still going on and on about it.
1: You know, I think uh, the major problem is just, it's not that because very rarely do I even get a chance to sit down and have dinner with a woman. You know, it's just, I'm so busy. You know what I mean? If like, I'm not really able to even have the opportunity to share my vision for the future with a person. If I can't even sit down with them because, you know, I I literally work bare minimum every week, let's see, uh, 65 hours a week, every week. And then when I get overtime, it's almost 80 hours a week, every week. You know? So I just don't have like, on the weekend, I'm just so mentally exhausted that I don't even have like, the mental wherewithal to even like reach out to people because i'm tired you know so that it's more about that it's not necessarily like you know um like a, a, a kind of consistent failure thing and that, that's just like from um what's going on in my life but i was saying like from a, a standpoint of like the examples that i gave are like those simple things that i would like um which like i said is hard to come by because i, I feel like i don't have the time but uh i, I do agree with you you know people want to be with somebody people want to be a, Anybody wants to be around people with a vision. I think that's like what gravitates people towards one another. Uh, I think that's what gravitates me and you together is our ideas, our visions for the future, our visions for music, our visions for the podcast, like these things that matter. And I think that's what attracts people to one another. And. Right. And
0: it doesn't even have to be a big. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I was just going to say, does even have to be like a big, big vision all the time? Like a big vision is great, but a vision in terms of just having you know some sort of dream some sort of like idea for the future like this could be just i want to have a family i want to own a home i'm like hoping to start my own business like anything like that is that is the the sort of creative vision that we're we're talking about um you know and then i was going to say too if uh going back to if we're understandable you're busy and that that makes dating super hard to do obviously it makes like putting yourself out there super hard to do if you are looking to do uh um like the online dating stuff like tinder or or any of them whatever uh one of the things i think could help is actually this the security thing we're talking about this creative I- uh, vision idea you put that through in some way not you know you don't put it literally there you know, say i have a creative vision But like these, this is going to be reflected subtly in the pictures that you share or in the bio that you have or in other little bits of tidbits of information. And you just want a little sprinkling of it there, but you want it there. Like that's supposed to be how you define yourself. So I would say, you know, and, and for anybody, I think that that would be a good way for any guy. That would be a good way to go about it. Um, you know they're not going to be interested in your in your beautiful car not really i mean the i think the wrong sort of girl or per, whatever you're looking for will be uh that's that's who would be interested in a, an expensive car uh cuz that doesn't show creative vision um that shows that you just like toys uh no offense you know i like toys too i'm looking at my my pedal board <laughs> right now i just spent too much money on some new pedals, uh, you know. So, but this isn't. I know for a fact I'm not going to impress any girls with my pedal board, uh, you know. That it's just not. I don't think so. I would. I wouldn't expect it,
1: you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, but the, the major problem is with dating apps is if you know if you're if you don't have certain aesthetic qualities, you're just not gonna you're not going to do well. I mean, you know, and that's just the reality of the situation. And uh, I'm not saying you can't do things to alter your profile to make yourself um, stick out more. But, um, yeah, I mean, most people, and, like, years ago, when I would, like, kind of investigate this kind of thing and I would um, see what people were complaining about in the social media or the dating app world, and women would say, oh, well, you know, guys don't have great, good profiles or good pictures. And then you look at the girls' pictures, and the girls' pictures, no bio, no bio. You got the, with the wine picture, and you got the butt picture, you know what I mean? I mean, some women, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it's funny because both sexes complain that one one side isn't doing enough. And it, it always kind of seems like a, a game of, uh, um, what, do they, what, do they, what do they call it, tightrope? Not tightrope, um, When you're pulling the rope back and forth. Tug of war, um, it's up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tug of war. Um, it's like, oh, who's at fault here? But um, I think, and I think that as long as you just you know keep your vision, um, keep your vision forward, you know, and and keep working on yourself and keep doing the the right thing, um, with, with getting healthy, um, you know, and and trying to put yourself out there, um, and do positive things yourself around people that are positive put yourself around you know people that you know go work in an animal shelter you know that that's where people are um like like attracts like so you know if you you love animals you'll you and you want to be around people that love animals go work in animal shelter or you know if you love people work at a homeless shelter that you know selfless service be around people that have the same type of mindset you know if you want to um
0: you know, I, I always
1: say, man, people are like books. You got to go to the right section to find the right person. And uh, I think sometimes we kind of go looking in the wrong section um, and we keep doing it. And uh, I, I think that I know, or even church. I mean, church would be a good way to network with people. I mean, uh, you know, you find those people who are spiritually minded and have the same type of beliefs as you. and uh, And usually those people try to have a – um, a, a strong moral compass. So the, I think there are things that you can do to work on yourself to be able to put yourself in a situation of success. Because the more you work on yourself, the more you're going to attract the right person. Um, and if you're stuck around negative people, if you're stuck in negativity, and you're going to attract that type of person in your life. And uh, that's I think that the best thing anybody can do is just consistently work on themselves. And... Uh, um, you know, put themselves out there because I think that's the hardest part. Um, and that's what I find. It's just the hardest part is just putting yourself out there. when you have such a loaded schedule because it's like, do I really want to go out that Saturday night when I can just lay in bed and just relax? And that's, you know, I mean, I guess, cause I'm 35 I'm not, and 21. I didn't care. 21. I was just like, I'll do whatever I want, whenever I want. But you know, I, as you kind of get old, anyway, my main point is, is you just need to put yourself in an, situation whether you're a man or a woman to be successful and you do that by surrounding yourself with like-minded people like-minded places because like attracts like and you're going to attract the same vibration as you're giving off and if you're a higher vibration you're going to attract another high uh another higher vibrational person if and you will recognize the lower vibration so um anyway um i think we got to go to break um jared you want to add to anything
0: no no yeah i think we'll just uh yeah we'll go to a quick break and um i think when we come back we could dive a little more into this and i I think one of the interesting things we could dive into when we come back is maybe you know uh, a lot of people a lot of our ideas a lot of stuff we talk about a lot of our listeners they're iconoclasts you know they're 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 considered idiosyncratic outsiders you know they're not with the mainstream so how do people like that uh who already are not with the mainstream how is it that they find their their tribe um especially when we live in these certain times where a lot of you know um ideas like that a lot of based ideas are are just that they're based they're they're uh you know they're outside of um what's considered the appropriate. So anyway, maybe we could look a little bit at that when we come back from break. So, uh, yep, we'll see you guys on uh, the other side. the optimal state.
1: Guys, this is Adam from the Alpha State podcast. Um, so we're gonna go into a little bit more about what we were speaking about earlier. Uh, and Jared brought up uh, how we can try to give ideas to the people that are on the outside of the mainstream of, like, uh, you know, the, the mainstream of society. Um, because I, I think in the world we're living in and it's always kind of been this way, some people have it easier than others. And I think people that have it difficult uh, tend to really, um, you know, they, they tend to, what do they, they call chads, right? Like, oh man, fucking chads, they get all the women, you know? But I think that if we, if people need to like, kind of stay away from that mindset of like, kind of, um looking up to what the to the to the halves because you are not that you know uh, if you're listening to that and you happen not to be one of these people if you're just just say you're just a regular dude you know just you know you're not anything special you're not fucking a model six five you're not you know college athlete that's you know or whatever it is you know just you mean
0: just physical you're not anything special
1: well, no, 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 I wouldn't, well, I'm just saying, like, just, yeah, like, I would say, like, you know, I'm, I'm an average dude, you know, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm special because I, I have certain qualities that make me special, but I would determine, I would just say, you know, I'm just your average guy, you know, and I'm not taking away from anybody out there that I'm not by saying, you know, you're not average, you know, and I think of myself highly, but what I'm saying is, like, I consider myself just a regular dude, you know, a man's man, you know, nothing, you know, I can't get on a dating app and get fucking 50 likes in two minutes. You know what I mean? I'm. A, I mean, that's obviously an exaggeration. But that that's what more I'm talking about, because there are people that are, are able to just do that, you know, and, you know, I don't look up to those people. And I think that the, the, the main point is that if you if you are just a regular dude, like I am, I, I think that the best thing you can do to improve yourself is to improve yourself. And um, and I, I was saying that before, um, you know, I, I think that this world has been, um, it has fooled everybody to thinking that, you know, sitting at home and, you know, yeah, for men, it's watching porn and women, it's dating apps. It's like the same thing, you know, to me, because it, it keeps you in your seat or your bed or your chair, and it doesn't put you in a situation to be successful, you um, uh, I, I think that's sometimes when a person has too many options, it's like being in a grocery store when I go to a grocery store, I'm super overwhelmed with all the options. you know I go in there and I have to like stay focused on what I want because there's just so much to choose from. it causes me anxiety and then I end up like you know, just kind of running out of there because I don't I don't like the fact that I have so much to choose. I don't want I mean I, I like the fact that I have that choice, but at the end of the day it still overwhelms me and I think that people, are kind of fooled by, um, you know, with women that have unlimited options on their phone thinking that it's easy for them when in reality, you know, if you have two or 3,000 people that you got to go through or hundreds, um, you know, picking the right person isn't necessarily easy. And on the other side, for a guy that's using a dating app, um, you know, some guys get one like every few months or a week or two or three and then a lot of times that person doesn't even talk to you. Um, so did you, did, I think... The bottom line is both genders have issues, but they're just different issues. And uh, I think that as a man, what you can do is, as I said before, is just improve yourself consistently. And I would say just live your life. And don't, don't idolize. That is the worst thing anybody can do, because we always talk about false idols. Do not idolize anybody. Don't idolize the woman that you're going after. Don't because she's so attractive, whatever it is. Don't idolize the dude that's got all the women. Don't idolize nobody. Just live your life. And if you want to take a, you know, if you see a guy that's successful, you want to take a um, uh, a note of what he's doing to try to improve yourself. That's one thing. But I think that we live in like a very ide- uh, uh ideological society where we idolize these people for no reason because they have what i don't have and that's the you know that's kind of dangerous of social media too you know oh look at this person they they got a yacht how come i don't have a yacht oh this guy's got a bunch of girls on his yacht how come i don't have that you know you just get into this cycle you have to stay focused and and just worried about what you can do today to make yourself a better person and put yourself in a situation to be successful
0: i think the takeaways I'm I'm with you spot on the money with the takeaways. I think focusing on oneself and bettering oneself, and not trying to uh, appease or or seek validation from this idolized, um, really imaginary, um, you know, image of what of what this this idealized woman is, you know, and that's doesn't even really exist and. You know, but if we do rewind a little bit, what well, why I do think you're spot on the money with with the takeaway, but the one thing is with the whole dating app thing. It's interesting because it's like, I don't think it's like an even exchange. I think it's like similar to even like bars, which we've talked about like a bunch of times before. Um, just you and I have talked about, but um, you know, it's just it's not like an even playing field. It's it's more like, you know, it's it's um. I guess to make it an out like to keep I guess with the hunter analogy it's like it's like going to um like a a safari like a, or a game safari like there's going to be a ton of hunters there like all like kind of shooting for the same the same prey right so i mean it's like every it's it's over competitive it, actually there's this um there is a book uh but it doesn't need to be a book i don't think the the concept is very simple it's called uh I think it's called blue water strategy and the the idea is that you know sharks where where something's hot where a concept hot is hot like a lot of sharks will go there that there'll be a, a major feeding frenzy the water will be red you don't really want to go there because competition will just be it's just going to overwhelm it's going to it's like you said going to the grocery store you're overwhelmed right like you want to go to where the blue water is so the dating app thing is interesting i think you can i think uh a guy I, I even think an average looking guy, because I know you were talking about like uh, it being a physical thing. A lot of the time I think could do quite well there. I think anybody could, I think it's just how it's, it's uh, presented. I th- like they would still need to focus on the presentation hundred percent, like even on their physical presentation. Cause I don't actually think it's always about, I think a very like average, <clears throat> average looking dude facial wise could do super well uh dating game wise if they're in great shape you know and they dress well and you know nice haircut like everything like I honestly don't think they need to be attractive at all even um you know and I I hate to say this like because I th- I really like the guy a lot and it's it's gonna sound a little mean but Tim Ferris, I don't think is a very handsome guy but like he probably gets a lot of chicks I would imagine like I think he would be considered attractive. I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. Tim Ferriss. He wrote the 4-hour work week. Anyway, I think yeah. there's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of guys who are like not that attractive but like probably do pretty well. And uh it's not even necessarily a personality thing. It's just how they're put together and what they're what they're giving off. So anyway, I just wanted to kind of like throw that in there because I do think that um, it doesn't always come down to that. Because on the other hand, you know, there's there's not... Women don't always have the advantage on those things either because there's a certain type of woman. You know, I'm, uh, a lot of heavier women, I'm sure, don't have a, as great a time on there or not even heavier, but like, well, yeah, that heavier women and like other types of maybe not as attractive women on there, right? So it's not just like... Uh, Women doing
1: yeah. better here on the, yeah no I I yeah and um I, I think, uh and it, I think you have to have like some sort of realization about what you're putting out there because, um it's funny uh, a few years ago I was talking to, uh, he was like a kind of like a life coach so I I just talk to him a little bit, and like he said like, oh show send me your photos and this is a few years ago, and he goes through them and like he would nitpick the photos like oh. You're wearing sunglasses here. Don't wear sunglasses. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know what I mean? And it's just like, these are things that I would have never thought of myself. But did he and give you
0: the you context know. for why, like, you shouldn't be doing
1: that? Um, Maybe. I you know, this was a few years ago. So maybe he did. Um, But he, like, you know, he would pick through the photos and say which ones work, which ones don't. But, like, I think a big problem is, like, sometimes you just don't know what works, you know? And if you're kind of inept in that way, you, you know, you... It does. Do people have the ability to do well? Yes, but I think that sometimes people don't have the ability to see that, to see, you know, to the, the ability to look and see. It's like fashion. Um, some people have the knack to, to be able to, like, you know, just dress really well. We all do, but some people just have a knack to know it looks good. Some people have to be taught it. Some people. Um, You know, it's not all fair game for everybody. Not everybody has the same type of mindset. And that's that you can't develop that or work on it. But I think that sometimes people are just inept. Like, you know, they think a photo is good when it's terrible. They think a bio is good when it's terrible, you know? And, uh, but that's just like one of the the observations I'm giving about why somebody might not be successful because they think they're putting out, it's like, you know, somebody that thinks that they're putting out good content and it sucks. And it's just like, oh, I'm not getting any viewers. It's like kind of the same thing. I like, hope no one's looking at my pictures. Um, what you know? What the hell? All right. Well, how come i no, how, how come I'm not get matches? Um, but even, even so, I, I just want to get away from the dating app thing because you know we were talking about that for a while because another I think that men have a better chance of actually meeting somebody in person um, rather than a dating app because it's just unfortunately every time I was on a dating app i like it's just like man if i can just get this girl to sit down with me for five minutes i'm pretty sure i can win her over. you know by being funny witty humorous not all of them but and, and that was like the struggle for me it's just like, i don't have the ability to like use my you know uh my wit my humor to be a jokester kind of you know what i mean like that's kind of like one of my uh um one of my better qualities um you know, and I try to make people feel comfortable when I'm with them. That is like another thing. And I don't have the ability to do that through that. So I I think that some people would just be more successful in person. I've always been much more successful in person than I ever have dating apps. Um, A lot of times when I use dating apps, I kind of felt like, shit, you know, because I felt like I was doing something wrong, but I couldn't pinpoint it. And then um, it just becomes like this cyclic thing where you just keep making the same mistakes and you're wondering why. Whereas like, when I'm, you know, when I'm out, in person, if I'm, uh, I, when I'm out in society, and I, I can talk to people. I can use, you know, the things that I think are my uh, my good qualities to be able to try to, I don't want to say woo somebody, but to get somebody's attention.
0: Well, the, um, uh, the idea is to uh, talk about something that is, um, you know, relevant to them, like something that they find interesting. Like, that's always the first... Okay if you're looking for like a way to make uh any of the dating app stuff work like in terms of like how you're going to establish any line of communication um you know you always try to have like establish some sort of familiarity so like you go through the pictures oh cool i see you're wearing a misfits shirt in that picture hey uh i actually like that band i know how to play this one song maybe i could play it for you sometime You know, I mean, it's like that's along the lines of where you want to go anyway, as opposed to, hey, uh, hope you're doing well or, you know, or like, how's it going? Uh, Like, I I definitely I mean, I guess it kind of goes without saying, like, pick up line. Just don't even don't even why. Why even try that? (laughs) Right. I mean, unless you want to be like really silly, because sometimes it could work if you're like trying to be like, like over the top ridiculous. But. You got to know that that's where you're going for it. The pictures have to match up with I guess, using a cheesy pickup line. You should look like that dude from uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, you know, I guess any of them, but like the the one guy who owned the house. I yeah. I know. His name. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, it's funny because even translating through, I'm, I'm, I'm a terrible texter. And, but in person, I, I like, it, everything just kind of comes to me. But the problem is when I go to text or when I go to send, I like second guess myself. Does this sound funny? Is this person going to view it the same way that I'm writing it? You know what I mean? There's just so much anxiety there when I'm trying to be witty through texting. Whereas I get like, I'll push anybody anytime and try to be funny. Whereas through text, I'm a, I'm a little bit more like, oh man, like, does this sound right? Is she going to like, look, does she view this joke the, the same way that I'm trying to project it. So I, I think that there you have to find what works for you at, at the end of the day. And I think that as you get older, you, you tend to know what works and what doesn't. Um, and that's just, that's just like a kind of growing pain that we all kind of go through. Because even like I, I remember years ago, um, I just cared so much about what people thought about me. It would like make me sick that like, oh, I you know what I mean? How come this girl is like, I can't believe it, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like you have to let all that go. You know, and it just to be happy. You know, it's just to be happy. You can't be so concerned. You will be mindful of what people think of you. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? You can't just like, you know, wear sweat, stained sweatpants all day and, you know, not shower. But yet, you know. Well, that just like- shows
0: exactly. That shows you don't care about your future. That shows that you don't care about yourself. Yeah. And uh, like you could do that. And, <laughs> you know, and if you're happy. You're definitely not going to – well, you're, you're not going to attract anyone to you or you're not going to attract – the people you do attract are going to be the wrong sort of people. So, uh yeah, Other you can't – and you can't be entitled, you know? And you can't expect that, like, you're just going to have these gorgeous, beautiful women, like, showing up Um because the idea is just ridiculous, too, that to, to – for objectifying women to be these – very, uh, arbitrary standards of beauty, which are fleeting also, you know? I mean, women, we all, we all change how we look like over time, you know, our weight fluctuates, like sadly accidents happen, you know, like people stuff just happens, you know, we age and, uh, it's just crazy that like men are sold on this idea of this like gorgeous, beautiful woman when you really should be looking for, that person who brings you peace. I mean, that's what most men really need is, uh, is peace, peace of mind. I mean, you, you hinted at, at that earlier in the, you know, before we went to break, you were saying, you know, you were like, you would like someone who brings you like peace of mind, who's like comfort, right? Like things along those lines. And I think most guys, especially as they get older, you know, they, they resonate with that more and more and more. And, uh, it's interesting because it's like that's really what we want but like we're kind of when we're younger we're sold this other idea that we then run with and it's kind of almost to our detriment it is to our detriment largely um you know because we don't we don't get what we want and we're, we go on these like long uh long wild goose chases yeah well i i,
1: I don't like don't fawn over beautiful women like i treat everybody the same you know and if I, if i see uh, an attractive woman i just keep it moving i don't even care anymore you know keep what mean? i've so mean? i seen so many beautiful women in my life i don't even care you know what i mean and don't get me wrong like if i have an opportunity to try to like make a funny joke or whatever it is or if i'm like something piques my interest i'll try to um you know make myself noticed. but at the same time it's just uh, you know, just keep it moving. Keep work as hard as you can to make yourself a better person. And I, I just think that that, like I said before, that whole idolization movement that we've had as a society is just horribly disgusting, horribly disgusting. And, and on, on both ends, the male and female. I mean, stop idolizing. Just try to find um something that uh, just try to find the person that is meant for you by putting you in a situation that you are going to be successful by you know like I said the like-minded things yes. and that that's like that's the best advice I could offer anybody because um you know you if you end up you know what are you gonna do like you know you're gonna go to a garbage dump mm-hmm. and, and and look for a person you know what I mean like obviously that's not a, a very good um analogy but I'm just saying that think that you want to put yourself in a situation where you're gonna you're gonna find the right person and i keep saying it but i don't know what else really to uh um, but you do that by working on yourself and continuously improving you want to improve your spike your your psyche because your mind is the builder of physical and what you what you think you become so if you are you know if you're constantly it's kind of like eastern philosophy you constantly want and, and and Alan Watts too, he says you constantly want to push the very thing away. You know, you Alan Watts Alan Watts used the example, you know, you love the bunny so much and you didn't want to let it go, you kept strangling and strangling and strangling until it died. And that's how that's how people are. They just want, 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 want. And they, they don't step outside of themselves and be like, wait a minute, if I just kinda take a step back and try to do the right thing and just not let my selfish desires take over um you know you you might be able to improve but um you know and i I do um have a lot of um sympathy for people who can't get it right because i was that person for a very long time you know i just kept making the same mistakes over and over and over again and you know didn't realize it people would tell me you know try to give me advice and I, i just never understood it and it, it can be pretty daunting, and uh, because you start to believe that um, uh, that you don't have anything good to offer anybody, and you can never get into that state of mind. Um, I, I think that you should always look at yourself as as you have something to offer somebody else, um, unless you know. I mean, like I said, unless you know you don't deserve to have somebody who's sitting around that doing anything. You know, I mean. It, you don't want to be self deserving like, Oh, I'm a human being. It deserves to be loved, so love me. It's like your life is life doesn't work that way. Well. You gotta work for it, you know.
0: Totally, dude. Well I th- you know, I think we will uh we'll land the plane with that one, man. I like that. I think that that sums it up very nicely. Um you know, really we we, we wanna be working on ourselves at the end of the day. But uh hey, thank you all. For listening to us today, go on about uh, the dynamics between the men and the women. This was something kind of new. We haven't done this before, uh, you know, in, in all our 20 episodes. So, if you dug it, if you didn't dig it, let us know. OptimalStatePod at Gmail or Twitter. OptimalStatePod. Um, we also want to thank our uh, our patrons. Mock Studio, thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, you also made an a, a, amazing um, cover art for us, so uh, they've been a patron of ours, so we want to uh, thank them. If you guys want to support the show, you could also be patrons. Uh, Patreon.com slash Optimal State Pod, I think it is. Or Optimal State Podcast. But, uh, hey, guys, again, thank you so much for listening to the Optimal State Podcast. We will... See you again uh, at the, I guess the end of the week. Right. See you guys later. Have
1: a good night.